Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can find Warren Radio on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And you can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. American Foundation. The Truth for America. How long has this nation been divided? And last day's deception, ever learning but not the truth. Wisdom of this world, knowledge and always learning doesn't mean you really know the truth. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com. Addressing current issues threatening America and our ability as Christian believers to function as lights. The latest classic Warren Radio features one of our premier shows. And also, Babylon's Burden, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 19. Babylon's burden is true, yet for the missive people in this powerful nation, the fear of Israel's God is a small thing. And be sure to get your copy of the book, The Rising, by the watchman, Dana Glenn Smith. It's a Christian fiction thriller. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Matt, can Mac save the United States? The Rising details a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order. And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com. You can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature the Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. It was colder earlier today, and oh, we I warmed know. up. Boy, I'll tell you, we we did have several days of um, really nice weather. You got oh, really... Oh, I, I was really enjoying that. I know, after a long winter. And then last night, it felt like winter again. It got so bitter cold. It was horrible. And it was still that way this morning, and then during the day, it got better. So I'm not really sure what we're doing tomorrow and the next day, but it warms up on the weekend. But other than that, we're still in the land of the, you know, 
trouble and turmoil, delusion, deceit. Yep, that's for sure. And a lot of other stuff going on. And if you're a Christian believer, you need to have your roots down deep in the Lord and let His Spirit guide you and keep you. You need to focus on the Word and on His help. Because there's a lot of things that can take your attention, that can get you upset, that, you know, just, there's a lot of trouble out here. Yes, there is. In this whole country. And the Democrats don't seem keen on fixing these things. So, at any rate, first up, we're going to be talking about no place to lay my head. This comes out of open doors, and one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because there's been a lot of populations uh, now that are being chased out of their country, and mainly there's two reasons for that. The first place they're coming is out of Ukraine into Poland and elsewhere, and there's millions that are, you know, homeless right now and away from the Ukraine. Um, the war has been going on. It's been a mess. There's, you know, as far as taking sides and who's all, there's a lot of that going on. Now, the other reason is because the Biden administration doesn't seem to give one uh, hoot and holler about the borders being open. And now with the approach of summer and a few changes in Biden's uh, border policies that they expect the largest group ever. And uh, they just don't seem to care. That is frightening. And uh, so, you know, the more people we get in here, the more this thing's going to falter, the more it's going to be even more dangerous. And uh, right now, the Biden administration, you know, um, they are the reason that, Everything is as screwed up as it is. Biden and the Democrats who allowed it. To say that everything is Russia's fault or Ukraine's fault or whatever, no. We got here because we had a president that doesn't know where he's at, that says things that are absolutely foolish, and he's led by people that are taking advantage of him, that put up with it. In short, as I've said before, there's a coup d'etat going on in America Mm -hmm. led by the Biden administration and those who are handling him. Uh, and they don't intend to quit. And for this, uh, make sure that I've warned of judgment to come. And I warned again during the last election that there was issues long before the election was ever over with. And uh, and I was right on all points simply because the Lord had revealed it to me. And I can continue to tell you that there is there's a lot of issues here that this country has to ask for as far as in response to God and what they've done. And so you better get your roots down because this could be a real bumpy ride. And many of you who are waiting for Trump to get on in, I got news for you. He ain't going to be here for a while. And so... If, if he even... Yeah, if, if he gets in. And... uh, as far as his truth network goes, I've got an account on it that I that I had uh, the Warriors set up for us, but I can't get to it because they haven't done, um, they don't have any way to access truth. You, the only way you can access it is uh, through iPhone. So uh, I don't know when they're ever going to get the rest of it going, but uh, at any rate, I get like, 100 emails uh, a week from Trump administration and from the uh, yeah, Republicans. That's, that's nuts. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So no place to lay my head. So, you know, believe it or not, folks, there's a very real real possibility that America could get in a very, very bad situation. And you would see tens of millions of Americans leaving this country trying to get up into Canada or down in Mexico. I can tell you one thing you don't want to go down to Mexico because you're going to wind up robbed and dead down there. Well, I don't think Canada is going to be any better. There's Look at what Trudeau's do. Trudeau. Trudeau. How do you say his name? Trudeau. Trudeau. Look well, what he's doing. Well, the difference is Trudeau, you know, would welcome some of them in. I don't know how many, but uh, yeah, they're 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 a socialist. They're they're parliamentary, but uh, 
they they did uh, even Putin pointed it out what what Trudeau was doing. Uh, so that's getting pretty bad when you have uh, Putin pointing it out. So at any rate, uh, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ spoke in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 20 saying, And Jesus said, unto, and he's speaking, uh, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has not where to lay his head. And we also find in Hebrews chapter 11 verses 37 to 40, and it says, they were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Now the point of all this is today's believers around the world find the faith of Jesus and the testimony of Jesus Christ dangerous. Tower and I are always reporting every week the situation uh, of of the persecuted church in the world. And uh, we give you a few stories. We tell you who to contact. And many of these people that that we're doing this, we don't have anything connection to them. We don't uh, get any money from them. We don't get paid for it. We don't. I don't even ask for, you know, um, you know. I tell you where you can donate to them, and I put them up first on this broadcast. So make note of that. And so <clears throat> we were told that. When we see all the persecuted church in the world and what's happening, that this would be. And in 2022, this year has been no different. The only thing that made the difference is Ukraine and Putin. And, of course, you have uh, uh, the resulting war. And the question that we're going to be asking today actually comes from Open Doors USA. Uh, They deal with and help solve problems that are life and death for Christians worldwide. And, And they ask this question, how do you worship when you've been chased from your home? And what they do is follow some people who have been chased from their home. And when you're forced to leave everything you've ever known, family and friends, familiarity, out of obligation or fear for your life, how do you continue to find hope in Christ? And I think that's a real good question. It is. You know, because, I mean, I, I know the way things are here in America, and I know how there's a lot of things that are upsetting here. We cover a lot of this stuff. I I deal with this stuff, and so does Tower all the time in different contexts. And you don't get away from it. It's always there. But we haven't been driven from our homes. But the division is even greater than it's ever been in America. The amount of people coming in across the border is the greatest it's ever been in the history of America. We have a lot of enemies that are coming across. There's more incursions than ever before. There's more inner city murders than ever before. In fact, America today is, is so close to faltering on everything. Most of the people, they spend all their time arguing. And matter of fact, Paul talks about that. He said, be careful when you bite and devour one another that you're not consumed. And and that's exactly what we're doing. We're literally consuming one another. And everybody else is going to come in and take over. And I'm telling you from the standpoint of a watchman and from someone who's been preaching judgment to this country and telling them to repent for... Well, it's going to be 25 years pretty soon. And uh, it's really, it really gets down to the point that you want this country to repent. You want this country to continue. But when you are so blinded, so self-centered, and so prideful, it's hard to find repentance. You know, Tower? It sure is. And so Russia's attack on Ukraine... <laughs> 
is is what caused the humanitarian crisis over there. Now say what you will. People are blaming Putin. People are blaming Zelensky and Ukraine. You know, folks, to me, who you're blaming don't amount to nothing. What the problem is, is this. This thing wouldn't have started if Putin hadn't at first taken the first shot. Yep, that's right. And whether you think Ukraine is to blame or Russia is to blame or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Because between the two of them, you have a humanitarian crisis that's right now at an unprecedented level. Now, NPR has said about 3 million people have fled Ukraine, but uh, that was at the time of putting together the story. I really think it's a lot more than 3 million. Yeah, I do too. And this invasion began in February. We're at the end of March now. And uh, so, you t- you know, if we take that figure of 3 million, think of this. That's 3 million homes. 3 million homes full of things that most people, when they're fleeing, you know, bombing and stuff, they're not going to take everything with them. Nope. They're not going to go rent a U-Haul from Ukraine's rent-all and fill it full of stuff and uh, go through the lines. They're not going to do that. They're going to just leave with what they can carry. And then if we go to the United Nations High Commissioners for Refugees, now I've actually quoted uh, these people before because it's a good way to find how many refugees there are. You'd be surprised. And in this, there's, it's a big list. But they report there's over 26 million refugees worldwide. That's shocking. Yeah. And they said the highest uh, it's the highest population on record right now. <sighs> with 26 million people currently separated from home and any sense of normalcy. That's sad. And, uh, and sad. so then you add on 3 million Ukrainians. And, you know, every year, I mean, at the beginning of every year, January, we began a new season of reporting on all this stuff. And every year, we have the same culprits. You know, they're all fleeing out of Africa. Nigeria is really bad. The Fulani is one of the worst culprits. Buhari's regime never do, does anything. We have them continuing trying to get out of North Korea. We have a few, a few uh, ministries that are actually able to bring help into North Korea, but it's very, very dangerous. And you have China continuing to persecute Christians. You have Pakistan and India. But for the most part, when we talk about refugees, you look at Afghanistan. uh, And at one time, there's also uh, all the way through Syria and Iraq because of ISIS. I mean, a lot of stuff. So this year, right now, the first one was Ukrainian. And, uh, of course, Poland is, is overcrowded now and all these others. And... So if we look at Afghanistan, which really didn't start that long ago, the Taliban took over because of Biden. And because of the way Biden did it, I mean, this guy is one of the worst presidents we've ever had, really. By far. And and Pelosi plays it down because she's blinded. I I think this woman has mental issues, really. But, uh, you know... Biden left all of our military equipment there. Now, there's a clip of Biden when he was younger and he was asked by a constituent about pulling out of Vietnam and various other places. And he was saying, you can't just pull out of places right away like that because it takes a long time. And and see, apparently he didn't remember that when he was in presidency, uh, you know, so uh, we have a real big issue here with America being able to manipulate and even act like it has since. Uh, and so 
so Nigeria and throughout Africa is really bad. Now there's an Iranian and uh, they give them fictitious names. They, we, we never tell you the name. I don't know it. And most of the time, <clears throat> even if I did, I, I'd never tell you because uh, the enemy knows where these broadcasts are coming from. Uh, Korosh, at uh, any rate, he was a refugee who is in Turkey. He said, I had to leave everything behind. My country, my friends, I lost it all. I didn't steal anything. I didn't murder anyone. I didn't do anything illegal. I only met Jesus and surrendered my heart to him. And so this guy, willing to lose everything, everything, just to continue his relationship yeah. with Jesus. He said, after I came to faith in Christ, I faced every arrest and torture. I was forced to leave my home in Iran. And of course, we can tell you, as can many other ministries that cover this, and that is, he's just one of many, many countless. And of course, if you get in some of these refugee camps, you know, and, and of course, I remember years ago when we were covering this, and it was Christmas, and it was during the time of the Yazidis and ISIS uh, going through the Middle East, and it was Christmas, and a lot of the Christians from various parts, Syria and uh, uh, Iraq and various other places where ISIS had been going through, well, these people had managed to get away, and at Christmas time, they were setting up Christmas decorations and things. Um, uh, for for their faith, and of course some of them celebrated in January, and so this carried on for a while, and you, you just can't believe it. I mean, you, you, you all the tents, you know, how many really carry a good tent with them, and in, and even if you have a lot of good tents, sometimes there's so many people you can't put them all in there. So the big question is, is that how can you live in an attitude of worship while you're running? That's it's right. almost impossible. You're under the mercy of God at that time. And it's really hard for people who are fleeing like that, especially if they come out of a church. There's no church anymore. There's no pastor anymore. There's no nothing. And so that's why we need humanitarian groups. That's why we need not just the UN. We need Christians on the ground helping the brothers and sisters. And that's why we, as a ministry, why we are doing the advocacy for the persecuted church, to make it known, to tell you who they are, to let you know who to donate to, to make sure you understand that it's good to be praying for them all the time. Don't ever give up. And that's one of the things we're hearing from from many of the people who are on the front lines. Don't ever give up praying for these people because they need the prayers, even though it doesn't look like anything's working. You continue to pray and fast for these people because we need to be there for them and we need to work together on this. And so, you know, the big thing of it is, is the Lord is still in charge. And that's the Amen. one thing here that in all the years we've done these programs, We've always been able to report on miracles, haven't we, Tower? That's right, yes. And that's exciting <clears throat> to see that the Lord is still performing miracles these day, this day. And so we want you to know that there is a lot of challenges. There's a lot of things that are, that are happening in the world. And this is really one of the main things when we look at the Lord is shaking everything up. And sometimes as believers, you know, I mean, we know from Scripture the prophecies. We know the basic uh, things that are going to be going on. And, you know, we're here. We're, we're not looking, you know, for all this stuff to come. It's here now. And yet we've got major prophecies that must be fulfilled. And until those things are really put out there, and one of the biggest things that we're looking for right now is the third temple. 
And so the, the, there's a lot of things happening. And at the same time, we have so many refugees. We have war. And, of course, we've got high gas prices. Everything is up. Everything uh, is is a mess. And then, of course, you have an administration that has such a weakness and an ignorance on how to run the country. It's just, if for America, going from a Trump presidency, and the amazing thing of it is, is that he has declared openly during his four years as president that Jesus is running this thing. He, you know. Boy, uh, they don't like that. And they don't like that. And he had a lot of enemies in Hollywood and other places. And a CIA guy today I seen came out where he admitted to helping uh, kick uh, Trump out of office by cheating on the election. I don't know how and he did it. And they get away with it. Yeah, and he got away with it. He's not in jail. Yeah, that just astounds me. And you had Republicans, you have Democrats all saying Trump was Trump was uh, full of it, you know. But, you know, we know very well he did. I was telling people when it was happening what computers can do. I've been, I've been in the computer uh, internet and all this technology thing for a long, long time. I know very well what it can do. And God, I can't believe it. But I knew way ahead of time that he wasn't going to get back in. But um, and, and I knew there was a lot of darkness coming, but we have not seen. But see, in the midst of darkness, uh, we are the light, and Christ is with us. And don't forget that. That's so right. be encouraged and understand you are part of the solution as a believer. So stand in there, stay strong, pray for your brethren, and do find some... Uh, you know, ministry. There's Samaritan's Purse. Uh, there's Barnabas Aid. Uh, Open Doors, Open International doors. Christian Concern. Yeah, the, the, there's a lot of Bibles them out there. For the We've got a huge list of of these. So um, all you got to do, just help them out. Make sure you find somebody that has boots on the ground and go from there. Yeah, be careful. Don't just give to anybody. No. Make sure they have boots on the ground and they're Christian believers. So uh, we're going to go to another one now. And this is from Mission Network News Online. This is on Niger. And, you know, I talked about the Fulani. Uh, and, And the Fulani has a good, bad reputation. Because they are very tribal, they're herdsmen, and there's a lot of them, a lot of different small groups. And they, they are a warring people, they can be. But not all of them are warring, you know, to kill Christians or anybody else. But there's a good amount that had been, and this was many years ago when it first came out, that Boko Haram had went and counseled a number of these tribes that they needed to run the Christians out. And Buhari, who happens to be in charge of, uh, no, this is Niger, but Nigeria. Um, And they had a big problem there too. So there, there is a problem with that. But this one is about the Lord working among the Falanium Tuareg tribes. Now, these are both predominantly Muslim groups that often attack Christians. Now, remember, not all the Fulani attack Christians. There are groups that aren't aggressive like that. But if you get in Nigeria, you're going to find a lot of them do. And they uh, Christians get attacked by both Boko Haram and uh, the Fulani. Fulani has made one of the biggest uh, uh, death rates among Christians as any of them. Uh, you also have an ISIS chapter uh, that is uh, somewhere out there located. Now, Voice of the Martyrs USA, Todd Nettleton, said there are converts and people who are following Christ out of those tribes Thank that the are Lord. then going literally village to village. Thank the Lord. Sharing the gospel and finding great fertile sto- soil for the seeds of the gospel that are being planted. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, Thank it is. God. Yeah, the, these are the warring tribes. And, and that's why this is so important. You know, and, and they find the truth. And so this is very, very important. 
and he says, don't fail to remember that God is working at work among the Polani. And I've seen some amazing pictures, he says, of Polani in their full tribal regalia with their head covers being baptized into the kingdom of God. <laughs> now, you see, that's this, a, this is awesome. important because while we sit here in, in our homes and we see all of the stuff coming at us, we have to understand that there is hope. That God is working. <clears throat> and that's what we want to see. We want to see these groups changed. And we have seen the enemies of Christ coming, coming to the Lord for a long time now. We report on it. And we've, we have reported on some mighty, mighty miracles so there, there is some mighty miracles. The same God that is doing them overseas can do this in America. Amen. And, Amen. And that's all it is, too. And so, you know, right now we're in the shaking up phase in America. This is the wake up. This isn't the part where God is calling to America and says, you need to change what you're doing. You need to wake up. You need to repent. We ha- we are doing things to our children and there's a whole list of stuff that we need to change and right now california and new york both and if they haven't passed it they were going to pass it i thought they already did and that's that 28 days that abortions will go 28 days past birth you can kill them oh that's horrifying that'll make the satanists happy oh yeah because they use uh, this as a sacrifice to Satan. But see, they do this intentionally. It'll bring judgment upon them quick. And And so the wickedness is not always going to be like it's never going to end. God will judge the wicked. One day they're going to be uprooted. And they'll be cut off. And there will be no escape, there will be no hope, no way to repent. And that's why people need to repent today. You need to seek the Lord today. Not just the Turag and not just the Polani. But, you see, it's really important to see what God is doing. And, of course, one thing that Nettleton points out is that when you get in these situations like tribes especially, and that's what the Turrigan and, and the Polani are, when, when you suddenly uh, become a Christian, when the rest of the tribe's Muslim, you got a big issue there, big problem. Mm-hmm. And you're going to wind up dead if you don't get out of there. And usually you, you lose your family and everybody else. And that's what the Lord says himself. If you love father, mother, brother more than me, then you're not worthy of me. And you got to understand, you're going to have to need to, uh, you know, need to make a choice in America if you're an American today. You have to decide who you're going to follow. And you need to let go of the pride and let go of everything and seek the Lord as never before. You need to intercede and make sure that you're helping the brethren and helping those ministries with boots on the ground. So, <clears throat> reaching the Falani and the Turg for Christ, and the other one was no place to lay my head. And you put those together, and those make up a good portion uh, of trouble in the world. Think of all those people that are homeless now, and then you think of these tribes that need Christ, that there's a lot of them that are persecuting Christians. And it causes those Christians to get up and leave and leave their villages. I mean, it's just horrible. Where are they all going to go? They can't all come to America. America's under judgment. That's what I, you know, nobody wants to listen to this. And you can't tell the people at the border that America's under judgment. They're not going to believe you. They're going to come in and and try to make a living. Well, there's only so much free stuff. You know, when you rob all the... And we've got massive groups that the liberal... uh, And this happens in the liberal cities. They don't do anything about. 
They let them rob stores and stuff. When you rob all the stores, when you take stuff, there's nothing left. When you make it impossible for goods and services to get around, when you're lawless and you think you have a right to do this stuff, when you start dividing society by race and think that a black is better than a white or vice versa, I got news for you. If you think black is better or white is better or any color is better, then you've got the wrong thing here. Because it's not your race. It's your heart. It's your spirit. All men are created in the image of God. But this flesh that you have on you, that's your body of death. You have to put that thing on. And if you're going to be glorified, you're not going to have this skin. You know, and I, I hear this all the all the time. You know, I, you know, and I know a major Jewish prophet, and he said, well, Jesus is black. Get over it. Well, I'll tell you what color Jesus is. He's glorified. Period. And you see, when I came to the Lord, and I was alongside that road, I never thought about, was he purple, white, black, yellow, flesh-colored? What color is he? That didn't even enter into my mind. Into my heart, it never came. When I was raised, we had blacks that came into the cities during the protests. And they wanted to protest in our city. And our sheriff went up and talked to them and said, you can protest if you want, but you're the only blacks in the entire city. So they left. We didn't know that. And, you know, I was friends with everybody. But you people need to get over it. We need to get over it in this country. You need to put the race card away. You need to stop being stupid about this. Because that's what Americans are. They're stupid about this. And you're stupid to say that Joe Biden and what he's doing is not going to harm America. It's already been harmed. And you're not doing any good to all those people that are coming up here to try to get in and come here and find out that when this thing falls, they're going to wind up dead up here. Because I got news for you. When this thing starts to fall, blood is going to be flowing in the streets and in the churches. This is not a place to mess around. It is time to repent. Now we have another one. You know, Tower. We've talked about Myanmar. Yes, we have a few times. More than a few. This is from Barnabas Fund. And you know, they've been having a war up there. Mm hmm. So. Now we've got thousands of civilians, and, and it didn't start now. We're reporting to you, telling you that this has been ongoing, and there's already thousands of civilians displaced by conflict. What happened to Ukraine? We're having a major war. People are dying. Uh, you know, Ukraine is practically destroyed because of the stupid policies that's going on. You know, let's go in and blow the hell out of them. And then you got people feeling sorry for Putin. I don't feel sorry for Putin. But the thing of it is, you can't just go into an area and kill a bunch of people just because you think it's the right thing to do. That's what yeah. Hitler did. Yep, he sure did. All of this is damnable. All of this is stupid thinking. And you're not going to tell these things any, anything. So Myanmar... They're displaced. They're risking starvation. That's sad. Why? Because there's no food around. And, and Myanmar is remote. And uh, more than 10,000 people are sheltering, sheltering from the Tatmada. And they're, they're actually, that's their native word for it. This is the Myanmar military. And so, because of what they're doing, they ran these people. They're in the jungle. Now, we have done shows about people that are in the jungles, that are Christians, that actually these humanitarian organizations, like Barnabas Fund and many others, actually have people that will go into the jungles and track them down to find them. 
if they know about them. They'll go search them out. To get aid to them. Yeah, to get, get aid to food them. food and medical and help them. But the problem you have here is the food supplies are not getting through because of roadblocks. And they can't buy food even if we had money and they're facing and they're facing a severe shortage. So there's, no, you know, the stores are empty. There's nowhere to get it. You know, it's just like in America. Once you burn everything, you beat it up, you steal everything. How are you going to eat? Yeah. You know, I, I, sometimes I think people are stupid today. And like Paul said, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. What part of if I have war, what part of if, if I'm divided... A divided hell house, a house divided against itself, biblical, shall not stand America. And this goes for Ukraine, this goes for Russia, this goes for NATO, you know, this goes for Europe, this goes for Myanmar. They decide to get in there and the military eats because they steal the food. Where do you think the military gets it from? They've got guns and ammo. Most of the rest of these people don't have any weapons. But see, the difference with America, America has weapons. What do you think you're going to get when you try to divide this country and tell, you know, all of the millions and millions of patriots and Christians and others who have guns that they don't have a right to anything and you're going to go by and kill them all? Well, i got news for you. You're going to have a civil war. And, and you'll probably get your butt blown off. That, that's what's going to happen. That's what you don't want to see. Because we have this kind of thing going on around the world all the time. We've been reporting on it for years. And if it ain't the idiot ISIS going through the Middle East in 2014, 2015, and we covered that going from, you know, Syria and Iraq and Libya and all that other stuff and... and then we have somebody stupid like Biden gets in and he gives away, what is it, 80 million or billion dollars worth of top grade equipment, hands over yeah. one of the top bases that we've ever had, full of intelligence stuff, and they give it to ISIS, I mean to China. I mean, what's the matter with you people? Why do you vote these people in? It's time to repent. It's out of hand. You're going to, you're going to be burned. But I'm going to tell you what God told Isaiah to do, and we're doing the Isaiah series. God told Isaiah to tell the righteous that it will be well with him. But tell the wicked it will be ill with them. So make no mistake. This is not going to be fun. Not at all. And it's not fun here in Myanmar either. Now, they estimated, according to local aid workers there in Myanmar, that 170,000 people were displaced wow. by military violence in the nine months up to the end of February 2022. That's February 2022. Wow. Just last month. This last month. And the soldiers have killed 221 civilians, arrested 220 people. This is in the state where they seized power. They led a coup on February 1st of 2021. And see, the Tatmadaw have, have been persecuting the Christian majority, Chen, Kachin, and Karen ethnic groups. And we reported on the Karens before. Yeah, I remember that. And other large Christian communities, and also uh, the Muslim-majority Rohingya, which has been in the news. So this is, this is the mess you have. Okay, you look around, everything's being shaken. The devil came not but for to kill, steal, and destroy. So what fruits do you see? Pride. Hate. Division, murder, killing, war, violence, starvation, pandemics. And then you got rich people with all their money that think they're going to be fine. Well, 
here's a note to you rich people. You're going to eat your money. See, if you had cash bills, you'd eat it because you're so starved. But see, you're not even going to have that to eat. Because your money, along with your wealth, is not going to save you from the day of the Lord. May God reward you for your greed. For all the billionaires we have in this world, I don't see for the life of me why we have people starving today. I know. It's wrong. Or being homeless, displaced. Yep. Well, at any rate, we've got another one here. Are you ready? <clears throat> yes. This okay. is heartbreaking to me. My heart goes out to this mother. Her name is Abigail Martinez. And she shared the tragic story of her 16-year-old daughter who struggled with gender identity. And it led her to take her own life. And um, she described, Abigail described her daughter as a girly girl during her early childhood who loved to dress up like a princess. And then she went into junior high, middle school, 7th and 8th grade. She started to display signs of depression. And so Abigail reached out to the school officials for help and asked them to keep an eye on her daughter. And her daughter was being bullied at the school, and the kids called her ugly. And then once she arrived in high school, she decided she wanted to be a boy. And that's when the doors opened up to what she was talking about, like transgendered. She went to the meetings, going to all the support groups that they think they have for these children, which is, it's not support. And then the school counselors got involved, and they involved Department of Children and Family Services, and LGBT was there too, trying to help my daughter on the transition of being transgendered. And um, Abigail said, I was accused that I didn't want to open my eyes since she felt she was, since she was a little girl, that she was a boy, which was not true. She was not even close to a tomboy. She was the girly girl in the house. And she went to the principal and the counselor, but that actually made things worse. And after her daughter's failed suicide attempt, she was placed in foster care and started going by the name of Andrew. And the school psychologist and LGBT told um, D DCFC, the Department of Children and Family Services, that my daughter would be better off out of the house. They took her, they took her daughter away when she was 16 years old, and Abigail would go to court every single month trying to get her back. And when she was in the court, she would ask the judge, please let my daughter have a psych evaluation. But since her daughter's social worker said she needed to be acknowledged as a transgender, the judge denied Abigail's request. And she, um, the LGBT group encouraged her daughter's decision to transgender to a male identity and told her that the state of California would pay for her surgeries. And they, they told her this was the best time to do it because if you don't do it now, nothing is going to make you happy. You're unhappy with your body. You hate your body, so you go for it. And she urged, Marti Abigail urged the courts to focus on the mental health crisis rather than the gender, gender identity issue to help her from the inside out and Abigail said what hurt me the most was that I was not I was told not to talk about God a social worker warned Abigail that talking about God was going to make Andrew feel uncomfortable because he's in danger of committing suicide but it was too late in September of 2019 her daughter committed suicide by kneeling in front of an oncoming train. She concluded her story by saying that she hoped no other parent would have to endure the heartache she experienced. 
I want everybody to know the truth because it didn't have to happen. I don't want this to happen to any other family or to go through all, all the pain. There's a lot of pain. I can only imagine. My heart just goes out for that to Abigail. I ache for her. I feel so bad for her. Yep. Because of the wickedness. That's true. Well, you know, when you talk about schools, and there's a big battle going on, and it's been going on uh, in this country, and you have the schools just packed with all these teachers and officials that push transgender. Everybody pushes transgender and everything else. And they're pushing to keep the parents, to not let the parents be involved in their children's lives. Well, the bottom line of it is, is this nation needs Christ. Amen. But, you know, you know you're living in rebellion. There's... This story is just sad all the way around. It is. It is so tragic. And, you know, there's a lot of stories like this. You can look out there. Everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Now, we're talking about Vietnam. You Did you talk about Nigerian horror? Oh. Well, I was looking at something. Let me look. Yeah, we are in Nigeria, which doesn't matter because I can. Well, Nigerian Christian, Sheriff Yongo. He's 25. He was ambushed and murdered by, guess what, Fulani Mm -hmm. militants. He was coming home at night from a church convention. And... You know, when we cover these stories, you know, it's hard to know how these enemies of Christians always find out where to find them alone. Oh, I know. And they were returning from an evening session of the convention. They were picked out in the light of flashlights. There was an armed gang waiting for them. And... uh, Sheriff was caught by the assailants. The others jumped into the bush. But uh, he ended up being macheted, battered, uh, his hand and fingers cut off. And uh, these brutal killings have been so bad, they've lost many, many youths and kidnappings. And we find that of course, it's not just the Fulani. Yeah, Boko Haram and Islamic West uh, State, uh, Islamic State West Africa, are pushing a terror campaign. Matter of fact, they want to take all of Africa. That's their goal. There is a pastor, Pastor Joel, uh, in the region who heads one of the largest Christian denominations. And in 2020, he, he had appealed for urgent action to halt, halt all the jihadi killings, abductions, and rapes. But, you know, we've been covering it for years. And Nigeria, every year, is terrible. Every year. And Nigeria run by Buhari. Buhari doesn't do anything. He's not going to do anything. He's never done anything. Before him was Jonathan Goodluck Johnson, who is a Christian, uh, Buhari is a Fulani, and he never did rule in, you know, reign in the Fulani. At least that's what it looks like. So when you wonder where the violence is, look at the leaders that's and the right. people in charge every time. And that's including in America and up in Canada. The problems of most nations today are the leaders. Very few nations have a leader that really cares about the total interests of the nation. Now, we've had one, one president who was super hated and super loved and who had us at the point of where we had no issue with petroleum and gas 
because we had all we needed and we were exporting it. That was Donald Trump. And all the figures of what he did with jobs hit the record books every time. But yet people hated him so much they were willing to cheat and glad to do it. Because you see, this country has a whole bunch of embedded globalists and they hate anybody that opposes their globalism. God help us. Amen. And may God make a way for the believers in Nigeria. Thank God for Barnabas Fund being there along with it. There's, there's a lot of good organizations there working. Yes. Oh, it's so tragic. I don't know if we can get through this one or not. Probably don't have enough time. No, we can talk about this next week. But when you look at the issues, you know, it's going to be bad. We are in that time. It's hard to believe. Yes, it is. But that's where we're at. I never thought I'd see it like this, I'll tell you. No. And I, you know, as far as America goes, Tower and I have been warning in America for a lot of years. A lot of years. And a lot of times people don't like it. And, I, you know, we've lost friends over this who, you know, they didn't come right out. They just didn't want to do anything with this anymore. Well, right now, we just cover it, and that's it. You don't like it, go somewhere else. But we appreciate all those that do listen and do pray and do join us in this burden of helping the brethren overseas. So visit our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Also, pick up a copy of my book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. Because all those proceeds go to help us to do what we do. Check out our Christian bookstore as well. Help us in this through prayer. And help the brethren. We need to get the word out. Tower. We're going to have to close. Okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We sure do appreciate you and love you all. We pray for your safety and your well-being in Christ Jesus. Please remember to pray for your brethren around the world. And we love you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Also, pray for these ministries. Pray for the people we've mentioned today. And if possible, if you're already given to an organization and can't give, that's fine. Pray for them. But if you can, find one of these organizations that have boots on the ground where when you give money, they, you know it's getting to the source of the brethren overseas. So pray every day. And pray for America. But a lot of stuff has got to happen here before this country is going to repent. We got a lot of proud sinners. And yes, they are sinners. Shalom, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.